When you partner with Axon, you immediately gain access to a full range of products and solutions designed to meet the complex needs of today's grower. We carry all major brands and sizes of tires and wheels. We specialize in large diameter wheels for large equipment. We have one of the largest OEM replacement wheel inventories in North America. Known for extreme flotation setups, duals, and triples, we have wheels for all makes and models of tractors, sprayers, combines, and grain carts. If we don't have the wheel in stock, we'll custom build, sandblast, and paint in-house. There isn't a more vast inventory in North America dedicated to helping dealers move more iron. With facilities on the West Coast and in the heart of the Midwest, leverage our 230,000 square feet of indoor inventory to solve any problem a grower may have. Move more iron with Axon. Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast. This edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by these great sponsors. Axon started out of a passion for keeping agriculture moving. Imagine having 100 years of tire and wheel knowledge in your back pocket the next time you sell a piece of ag equipment. To find more or become an Axon dealer, please visit axontire.com. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 for all your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. No matter how you buy your ag equipment, whether it's from a dealer, an auction, or a private party, Ag Direct can help you finance it. You can even apply online to agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. TractorZoom has access to over $20 billion in heavy equipment sales data. TractorZoom's Iron Comps is the industry's trusted solution for transparent equipment values and auctionable pricing insights. This podcast is brought to you by Anvil AppWorks. The Dealer Connect CRMI app with integrated inventory management is an affordable Salesforce-based solution for your dealership. Create connected customer experience and transform how you work. Moving iron in the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you and me. Moving iron time and time again. Through the years you'll find us here. Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast number 345. This edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by TractorZoom. TractorZoom has access to over $20 billion in heavy equipment sales data. TractorZoom's Iron Comps is the industry's trusted solution for transparent equipment values and auction pricing insights. Got Andy Campbell back on here. He's going to talk about what he sees happening in the planner marketplace. And I tell you, the planner marketplace, as far as I'm concerned, is the probably one of the most ripe for um supply and demand matrices that you can see anywhere else i mean i think when you look at the fallout that we saw in 2014 2015 2016 with the number of machines that went to an auction the number of new machines that were produced and and in turn how many of those machines were um put back into used inventory comparatively to what we saw in 12 13 uh even 11 like 11 12 13 uh, time frame is the number of used machines that were out there that number has never rebound, rebounded back to what we saw there, which is, you know, it's a good thing, I guess. Um, one less thing to worry about on the from a user equipment perspective, but it also has done a lot to drive in and facilitate uh, the upgrade kit um, demand that we're seeing there, whether you're looking at the precision side or whether you're looking at the deer side and what that looks like. So I think as you look at how these um, 
planner marketplaces are playing out. Um, I think there's a beginning, the, the planner market's only going to get tighter. And quite frankly, I don't know that the overall um, supply of used machines is going to be anything that, that a lot of people pay attention to um, like they pay attention to it today. It's still going to be something they pay attention to, but the machine itself is probably not something they're going to pay attention to as much as what the components are, are worth and and what's that look like on the used marketplace. So interested to see what Andy has to say about uh, what we see going on here. So let's jump over and see what Andy has got going on on the planner side. Casey and Aaron, welcome to the marketing office here at TrackerZoom. You're getting a whole tour of the place this month. Like Playing uh, musical chairs as we move around offices and our team grows. So you might actually see some people uh, that you recognize walking back and forth. But I've got planner data here from February that I want to talk to you guys about. And also mention that we're holding a webinar with farmequipment.com on March 23rd, where we're going to go into planner specifically and go in depth as much as we can with our data scientist, Hank, uh, to discover what is the, the use price for things like different row options, liquid fertilizer, bulk fill, see if we can even go as deep as exact emerge, true Vs, uh, you know, early risers on cases, uh, as deep as we can. And so feel free to join us on March 23rd uh, if that trips your trigger. But anyways, uh, a few high-level things here that we've been seeing in the planner market in February. Uh, and the biggest one, you'll notice a couple of little differences here. I've added some more rows uh, up to 36. It muddies the water a bit, but I was starting to see a trend and I wanted to see if it held going up uh, in larger rows. So I'm just going to start with that. And, uh, you know, clicking here to 36 row, there's not a lot. Uh, especially not allowed at auction. But as I click down, you know, 32, there gets to be a little bit more. Uh, you know, I'm clicking to 31 and going to include the 16s at the same time. What we're seeing for trends here, the auction market, uh, the gray line uh, towards bottom, holding relatively steady with this. Here's, and I've moved these to quarters. Uh, sorry, just with the lower volume on planters in general, it helps to lump these into quarters. So here's Q1 of what we've seen. Auction 87,000, dealership almost 150. Move that back to Q1 of last year. Auction even a little bit higher. Uh, dealership, you know, last year uh, a little bit lower. So decent growth on the dealership side with this. But now dropping back up here to the 24 row. Auction market steady, if not dropping here, you know, significantly in Q1. Going to 12 row now. So this is really where I've seen some insight and I wanted to pick your guys' brain on. Uh, and actually, I, I first got the insight talking uh, earlier this summer with a farmer up in North Iowa that uh, that I conversed with quite a bit. He knows a lot of uh, stuff about iron. His name's Dustin. And he was saying that he really thinks 36 rows uh, are going to be kind of a thing of the past. They'll still be wanted by some farmers, but just the demand for them is going to go less, you know, with precision planning, higher speed planners, people are going to opt into smaller planners that they can outfit uh, with more technology, cover more ground if they can go faster. And that's just going to make the demand for the 36 rows, uh, larger planners drop. Now, conversely, then your 12 uh, row planners, maybe 16 rows are going to go up. And so that's my main question here. And looking at this graph, if you look at both auction and dealer values from mid 21 till now, that is a steady increase on 12 row. And now going reverse direction up here, looking at the 16-row planner. You know, you obviously have a December high here in the blue uh, dealerships. 
But from this point on, not as you know, not as steep as a growth, but still growth. But you start to move up to your 24 row, and that's flat, if not down. Uh, move up even larger. You know, again, your 32 and your 36 uh, variability is higher just because if fewer data points. But you know, is that something that uh, you guys are seeing out there? And then, the so I think one one clear point I want to make here on this: I was a person that thought when the high speed planner came out that we would see planner size shrink, and we would see, you know, the the 24 row guy would get a a 12 row planner, and the, you know, and you know, the 31 32 guy would get a, a 16 row planner. And we'd start seeing more of that. Or we'd see some guys that would go from a 36-row planner down to a 12-row planner. We'd just see more planner size go down. And from everything that I've watched happen during on the planner side um, through this time frame, no one bought a smaller planner. They just got a faster. And so the guy that had a 24-row planner just bought a faster 24-row planner. And the person that had a... A uh, 16-year-old planner just bought another 16-year-old planner to just go that much more fast. And I think I, I have a, I, I do believe that the size of planners will will I think what he's showing here is is act. I mean I think long-term trend line you will see the size of planners go down. But I think when it comes down to people in when people are still pulling something and the people are still working in the field and no matter how fast they're going, um, if you can go. If you can be just as big and go twice as fast, I think you're going to see that happen. Now, some of the stuff that could be a limiting factor on that is that as you look at some of the technology that you're putting on some of these machines and the horsepower requirements and the hydraulic requirements that come in, you may need to have to go down to a smaller planter to make that work just because of the tractor that you've got. Um, pump size and those kind of things start to play into that. When autonomous vehicles start coming into play and, and they're driving themselves, 100% agree that, that the size of a planter is going to go down and just so is the size of the machine is going to go down. Uh, the tractor that's pulling is going to go down as well. So as I'm looking at this, um, I, I can't say that we're selling any less 24-row planters or more 12-row planters or we're selling any more 16-row planters instead of 24-row planters, something like that. Um, where I'm at and what we see happening out where I'm and the guys that I'm talking to, I've not heard too many people start talking about the size of the planter going down based around the speed and technology that's out there. If anything, the size has stayed the same. They just put on more technology. You think that we'll start to see uh, across the country of just an obsolescence uh, of planters? They're as big as they're going to get, and we're going to start to go smaller. Uh, really, that's my first question to you guys. Second thing that I've seen with planters, uh, particularly this and I think to answer that question, from my perspective, planners have gotten as big as they're going to get. I don't see a lot of DB120s and DB90s and, and DB60s and things like that starting to play in there. Now, I will say that the DB60s probably is is about as big as you're going to get, depending on what you're doing, you know, and, and the row size you're doing and what you're doing with those machines. Those custom bars are going to start maybe seeing a, a more of a play. Uh, and and maybe some of the size are going to start functionally moving into that into a different uh, realm of sorts. But I mean, ultimately, I think our our planter size has gotten about as big as it's going to get. And I agree, we're going to start seeing it transition backwards to smaller. But um, and, until we get people out of the cabs of of, of machines, they're, they're definitely not going to see a trend line where machines are going to get smaller. Um, they're going to stay the same and go faster. And that's what we've seen 
over the last whatever that's been what's you know uh eight nine years you know we've seen something similar to that so then i've seen it pop up in my radar uh twice now uh within just the past few days harvest international they held our top auction spot uh this past month for the biggest uh highest value planter sold and then i'm seeing them again here kind of for the first time on my radar uh for q1 and uh i don't know a lot about them uh you know they're not uh i think 2007 is when the company was founded and so yeah is that you know are these planters something that are on the rise that you think uh could start to play a larger part in the market share or um you know or are they at where they're at and uh, we're not going to see many more than what we currently see so um you know beyond that and kind of uh pumping the webinar that's on march 23rd that's what we're seeing for planners in this month i'd be interested on your guys's take Take care, and I'll talk to you guys soon. All right. Thanks, Andy. I appreciate that. I think, you know, I'll I, I go back to what I said earlier. Um, Harvest International, I, you know, I've, I've seen them pop up a little bit. I haven't heard much about them. Um, to be real honest with you, I haven't even seen um, anything that they've got out there yet. But um, I, I still think I, I don't know enough about them to make a comment, I guess, is the best way to put it. Maybe some, I should probably sometimes just spend some time uh, researching a little bit and seeing what's seeing what's going on there. But I, again, I think as you look at the planner marketplace, two things to take away from this one is I don't think the planner marketplace is going to ever grow a, a bunch um, to be a big, huge, massive mess again. It may grow back to be a big, big, huge, massive mess with components, but not necessarily all total machines. So I think that might be um, something to take a look at. Secondly, um, the speed versus size uh, of the planner. I think that's going to continue to be something that we see happen. I think we're going to continue to see machines stay similar to the same and, and maybe start to retract just a little bit until fully autonomous comes around. And when that comes around, I think that's a different story that we're going to have a different, uh, a different approach to the way things look not immediately, but I mean, over the course of the next 10 years, I could see that easily transitioning smaller. Um, it, it feels like to me we're selling as many 16-year-old and 24-year-old planners as we have in the past, and I, I, I don't see that that stopping uh, anytime soon as you look at. Now, price might drive some of that, but I really do believe that if you're looking at a planner right now and you're not looking at the upgrade kit option for that planner, um, you should take a hard, long look at that because I think that's barring something wrong with your bar, no pun intended there, um, you know, you're going to get the same technology. You're going to get the same newness of what you see happening there. So I think that that's going to start playing a bigger play into what we're doing. And it might go from a guy that's got a, a you know, a, an older technology type planner. That's a 24 row planner. And he may start taking a look at doing a 16 row or 12 row planner and updating that stuff to, uh, to more uh, technology. So I think the planner market is the one market thing that we see right now that is going to have the biggest um, kind of splash in the market as far as how we look and, and what we see things happen. So, you know, I want to thank the guys at Tractor Zoom for putting this together. And Andy, appreciate your time uh, putting all this together, man. So I think it's a good place to stop. So I'm Casey Seymour with Moving Iron Podcast. Check me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Moving Iron LLC. Go to LinkedIn at Moving Iron Podcast and check out the YouTube channel, Moving Iron Podcast over on YouTube.com. Check it out there. Go to Moving Iron LLC for everything Moving Iron related. 
check out the upper right-hand corner for the Moving Iron Summit tab. Click on that, and you can see all the information that's there uh, about the Moving Iron Summit coming up here in September 11th through the 13th in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, if you need more information about that, you can send me an email at Moving Iron Podcast at MovingIronPodcast.com. If you're one of the first 150 people to sign up for that, Axon Tire takes care of your first $50 of that registration fee. So well worth your while to sign up early for that. So I am Casey Seymour with Andy Campbell. Let's move smart, folks. Wow. Axon started out of a passion for keeping agriculture moving. Imagine having 100 years of tire and wheel knowledge in your back pocket the next time you sell a piece of ag equipment. To find more or become an Axon dealer, please visit axontire.com. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 for all your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. No matter how you buy your ag equipment, whether it's from a dealer, an auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online to agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. TractorZoom has access to over $20 billion in heavy equipment sales data. TractorZoom's IronComps is the industry's trusted solution for transparent equipment values and auctionable pricing insights. This podcast is brought to you by Anvil AppWorks. The Dealer Connect CRMI app with integrated inventory management is an affordable Salesforce-based solution for your dealership. Create connected customer experience and transform how you work. Moving higher in the 21st century. Hard working.